Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, um, we were joined by the Emeritus Professor in War... and Sorry, I've got that wrong again. In Peace Studies. It couldn't be more wrong. That's all right. In Peace Studies at the University of Bradford. Yes. Um, because he puts out the peace team that takes on the war team in their annual football match. A bit of fun, wasn't it? Which really? looks like yeah. it's back on this year, as he explained. They have some very interesting names on the back of their shirts. Mm. So anyway, you'll learn all about that. Um, Andy's obsession with Mastermind continued. He had another specialist subject today. Um, so we brought you that. And we chatted about other things. We yeah, talked we a bit did. of football at well, the yeah, top of the show. Last night's games. You got involved, which was very good of mm. you. And I think that'll do you. Here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. And this, all this pessimism. Mm. Let's let's start with last night. About yes. last night. Oh, very much. What so. a sensational performance! Wonderful. What a fantastic end-to-end ding-dong-do of a game. It was fantastic. Super wasn't it? game. Wonderful yeah. game. My son, this text uh, exchange is good. He says to me, "What a game this is. These two are proper proper teams. Mm. Although Bayern's defending, playing out from the back is fairly non-league." Yeah. And I said to him, "Yeah, Upper Makana should sign for Wrexham." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he had a bad night. Oh, didn't he, he did. He was very poor. Yeah, I felt for the Sheffield United players who've got City in the cup. They must have been thinking they're going. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had no chance whatsoever. But, but no, yeah. I mean, as a lot of people have been saying, and it was they said in the commentary last night, it wasn't. I mean, we know they can score goals. They've got all sort, all manner of uh, of threats up front. Mm. But the, defensively, how strong they were. They didn't. I mean, Munich Bayern had a few chances. Sane got in. That was a great save, wasn't it? By, yeah, tremendous by Edison. By Edison, yeah. Low Ed- down. Edison wears Edison M on the back of his shirt. I- yeah. I'm guessing Morris. You must see my man, Morris Edison. <laughs> well, there's one for fans of old commentaries from That's the true. 60s. Morris Edison. The big, big figure of Franz Beckenbauer. Those big... You're on a different channel, of course. We weren't... We, we didn't exist then. It was the only place they listened to football. That's for true. Not anymore. And at one point, De Bruyne, Kevin De Bruyne, <laughs> took a nasty one to the top of his foot. And I was thinking, yeah. he definitely needs a pair of Adidas Alf Commons. I'm, I'm suggesting they bring those back. Why don't, don't, 
I always thought that. I always thought why one day we would see because so many players were getting metatarsal injuries. Yeah. I thought I'd get yourself a pair of Adidas Tom Finneys <laughs> or maybe Adidas Billy Liddles. Okay, <laughs> Billy Meredith. Billy Meredith, <laughs> like a, a proper boot, <laughs> a proper. right up the old foot, yeah. quite thick leather. It would be a great leveler, wouldn't it? Well, it the would. Sheffield United maybe should su- suggest that the City players wear mm. all have to wear Adidas Alf Commons for the game. <laughs> thick leather, no touch. Yeah. The idea of it being oh it's like having like a, a sort of a gossamer skin over your foot <laughs> it's ridiculous you'd have no touch you had a great big toe cap on them it'd be brilliant wouldn't it I think it'd be good Wrap it, wrapping the laces around them four or five well, times Ronaldo white laces them. he did that thing where he kicked takes the ball front on with his toe cap. That could be sensational. Yeah. Got a few David Neri-like goals. Oh, that's all Haaland would do. He'd just yeah. score a load of toe The only chance Chelsea got tonight if Madrid turned out in diving boots. Yes. <laughs> so, brilliant by City. And as they were saying last night, mm. it was Owen Hargreaves. And there was something about that third goal that, that felt like, the, you know, that I, was the difference. I thought the it? second goal was amazing. Har- yeah. Haaland celebrated that assist like it was a goal. That yeah, says a lot about it. He's so used to scoring. But even, you know, as we it's were a saying... wonderful assist. Look, I mean, City get a lot of clog, um, obviously, for the, the way it's all been constructed. But Pep as a coach, you can't yeah. argue how he makes players better and reinvents been constructed players. brilliantly. You, you can argue about where the money comes from. That's a, that's a one argument. But the way they've gone about it is fantastic. And how much the, better a player is Grealish team. now at City than he, he was just at makes players better Ake was wonderful last night yeah. no no they, they're playing this 3-4-2-1 formation so they'll all try that now but they won't be able to because they haven't got the players to do it so <laughs> apart from, from the, Tottenham have only got one way to play one for Alan you know Alan's got a bee in his bonnet about people playing out from the back yeah. Ray was talking on breakfast and that one last night with Upper Meccano Hopeless, absolutely. Yeah. You know, just sometimes just. And you saw it three 0 Pep was going long. He I'm was surpri- Edison to go. I'm like, surprised he kept him, him on Tucker because his head went, didn't it? Because seconds oh, yeah. later he made another bad rick that could have led to a goal. So. so you know, it didn't quite work for Tucker either. I thought actually though, Bayern were a bit unlucky. Although his after match comment, did you see his after match comment. He about, was saying it wasn't a fair reflection yeah, of the game. It's a huge mountain, but it's a home match in Germany. We'll never give up until the showers are warm. Yeah. What about the fat lady singing? <laughs> what happens? <laughs> Can we have some more? Alternatives to the fat lady singing. We've got one when the showers are warm. The Dutch are always good for that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's it's always, you know, to the we won't give up until the hat stands in the bathroom. The Dutch are always good for one of those. Van, you know, right, yeah. someone like Virgil van Dyke after a game will say something like that and you think, that's the, the Dutch. It's not got, over till the hat stands in the bathroom. It's not over till the hat stands in the bathroom. If you've got better alternatives, because, you know, it's a bit stoutist, isn't it? I think we know. Yes, I, I was a bit concerned about hashtag, saying that. I hashtag, didn't invent well, no, that. No, phrase. I know you didn't, but it should be cancelled, I feel. Hashtag be kind. Let's officially cancel that football saying it's over to the fat lady sings. Uh, Thomas Tuchel has kicked us off. It was a baseball originally. Yeah, of course it was. Yogi Berra. Yeah, that's right. It was, yeah. Not Yogi Berra. No, no, no. Different one. So... Um, yeah, let's have some alternatives today. If you can, we can come up with a good one today, and we will use mm. it, and we'll use it for Chelsea if they find themselves three 0 down after uh, tonight. <laughs> after ten minutes, <laughs> I think you might lose tonight, but I yeah. think I think the tie will still be alive. The trouble is, they're better away from home. I think we might get a result tonight, but they what a draw or a, a win? draw or a win? Yeah, I've got I've had a little free bit on one nil. You take a point tonight? Would yeah, you take would, a draw? Yeah. Oh blimey, I'd take a draw. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, the thing is, look what they did at, in um, in Barcelona. They they lost the first game in Madrid 1-0, but they won 4-0 yeah. in the new Camp against Liverpool. Everyone knows how good Liverpool are at home. We saw that on Sunday, but they absolutely smashed them, didn't they, while we were mm. away 5-2. I yeah, didn't yeah. see the game, but it sounded like a pretty one-sided affair. So, 
you know, I, I, I think it's difficult for Chelsea to go through. You know, they've won, they won two games. They've got no form at all. They've got no strikers. You can't, they've got a manager that keeps talking about 2012. What's yeah. that got to do with it? How about coming up with some tactics? I mean, I just <laughs> really, really am concerned. I mean, look, if they get, if they, it's football and you yeah, never you know, never know. then that would be great if they can do something. And I'd be as delighted as anybody. But you've got to be realistic. A couple of things to get you going on. War versus peace. It's a football match. As the mm. war department and the, and the peace department of uh, yeah. a couple of well-known universities. And we're going to be chatting to the Emeritus Professor, who is the gaffer of Peace mm. FC, uh, a little bit later on. They're hoping to bring the game back. This is a significant anniversary. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, mm. if they do, we're looking for some alternatives, though, right, Andy? Aren't we? Alternative we are, fixtures. yeah. Um, <laughs> hot versus cold. Hot versus cold. We thought the idea of taking a team from the sort of sub-Saharan conditions and a team from Alaska or somewhere like yeah. that and playing them in fairly temperate British conditions in sort of um, April or May, you know, sort of 12 so degrees neutral. or whatever. So it's, yeah, and just see how hot versus cold would do. What was the other one we had? Root versus branch. Yeah, this is just basically a celebrity game. It's a team put together by Joe Root, uh, Joe Root 11 and Michael Branch, the old Everton player. So that, that's basically it, really. Um, but if, if you can come up with some contests you'd like to see, uh, and also those alternatives, the fat lady singing, if they sound suitably Dutch and a bit out there and a bit ethereal mm. and quite profound, uh, all the better. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text to 81089. Tweet to TSH&J. We, we <laughs> just suggested Sandy War and David Peace. Yeah, that's right. That's, yeah, <laughs> if, if, unlikely. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. Yes, War versus Peace is a football match which is hopefully back this year because I think it's the 50th anniversary of the Peace Department. It's, it's it, it, two university departments go head to head. But And we mm. asked you about some other games. Peters versus Lee. Um, <laughs> it's an all-star. To Eric Peters, former Burnley, currently West Brom defender and a side managed by Liverpool's uh, Sammy Lee, says Aaron in Stourbridge. Nice idea. Um, have we got any more of those? Um, tea versus coffee. B.A. Baracus and Therese Coffee. It's <laughs> select a football 11 to compete for the all-grain Nescafe trophies. There's stewing Mould. Good idea. Nice idea, yes. Um, so you can keep those coming, those match-ups you'd love to see. In uh, Wheat versus Chaff, says Carl in Clitheroe. Uh, not sure who'll sort that fixture out, though. Very, no, very good. good. Thank you, Carl. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but Pele, uh, he hated his name and he'd rather he was called Jack. Really? Jack Pele or Jack Nascimento. I read that in the start. He didn't like the name Pele. Yeah, he hated his famous nickname. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. That's that's, that's quite... It's funny. Third of us hate our names, just like football icon Pele, and we prefer to be called Jack. Yes, I did see that. I did see the story that people (laughs) wish they had a different name. I don't know how they brought Pele into it. Have you ever... ever My name is Jack. I can't believe that, really. Have you ever considered a different name, Andy? Not really. Is there one you would prefer? I do have this problem, though. Whenever I say my name to people, either in person, or uh, on the phone, especially on the phone, people always say to me, Ernie. So if I say my name's Andy, they say Ernie. Ernie Jenkins. So I got oh, The whole time I say Andy Jacobs, Ernie Jenkins. I said, no, Andy Jacobs, Ernie Jenkins. So in the end, I thought I'd change my name to Ernie Jenkins. <laughs> All right, really? Can't you say it a bit slower That's- and clearer? I, I mean, probably don't you could. think? I mean, I know you're not one for uh, you know self-analysis, really. <laughs> yeah. But um, it, don't you think it could be you if enough people have called you Ernie Jenkins? Well, oh yeah, no, I realise it's, it's probably I, your got, fault. I'm quite softly spoken. Hello, I'm uh, Ernie Jenkins. 
Pardon, is it Andy Jacobs? Call Andy yourself Jenkins. Ernie Jenkins and see if they say Andy Jacobs. <laughs> Maybe that's the yeah. system. And uh, Jerry Lawton, our old mate from the Star, has come up with a great story about the mm. Grand National. Oh, yeah. Uh, bookies feel a right royal pasting oh. if last year's Grand National winner triumphs again. Coronation crazy punters have been piling on the pounds for mm. noble Yates. And this is because it was written by Sam Whaley Cohen, a close personal friend of Prince and Princess. Well, it's not royal, is he? He's not royal. He's Sam Whaley Cohen. He is. He's got no royal connection at all. He hasn't. Uh, double and, barrel uh, name's not enough these as, days. It'll start as favourite as patriotic punters back in the run-up to King Charles' coronation. Yeah. What's that got to do with Sam Whaley Cohen? I don't even know if he's going to the coronation. The correlation? Coronation, <laughs> not the correlation. <laughs> There's no correlation between no the coronation and the... <laughs> You're writing a musical number, no. eh? <laughs> <laughs> so, Mastermind. Yes. Um, every week, mm. um, Andy watches Mastermind and mm. has, has taken it, not taken against Clive Myrie. No, I like Clive. Se. He likes uh, Clive, big Man yeah. City fan, of course. Um, but Clive has to explain what the specialist subjects are. Yeah. Um, and you have a problem with this, although I did listen to the specialist subjects mm. on Monday in yeah. the semi-final, and some of them did need explaining. I didn't know who a couple of the people. No, were. you know, of course, if it's really obscure, it's not that you know you could explain it, but don't have to. You know, for example, the first one this week, which is in Celebrity Mastermind. Oh, Celebrity Mastermind's not the same. It's like spelled dog. Isn't it? Celebrity mastermind is just a... It's nonsense. The, quest, the questions are slightly easier. Oh, slightly. Yeah. Anyway. But it was Clement Attlee. I've never heard the mid-late of the mastermind. It goes into a bit of Star Trek. Let's have a listen. Hang on. Oh, wow. Where's that, where's that horn section? That's like Earth, Wind and Fire. OK, go on then. Clement Attlee. Clement right. Attlee, yeah. So... Obviously, Prime Minister, but so that yeah. would have been enough. But no, he was the Prime Minister in large and improved social services in the public sector in post-war Britain, notably creating the National Health Service. Yeah. Not the plumbing firm owned by Bill Clement and Tom Attlee. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the Smiths. Oh, yeah, the Smiths, yeah. The influential and distinctive alternative rock band formed in Manchester in 1982 and featuring the guitarist Johnny Marr and the singer Morrissey. Not the plumbers there. <laughs> well, I bet there are plumbers called Smith, oh, yeah. almost certainly. <laughs> Films of Sandra Bullock, the Oscar-winning actress born in Arlington, Virginia in 1974. So not the Sandra, the prize-winning Bullock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of the questions, though, Susie Raffles, the comedian, she was asked this. Which Australian former rugby union player was appointed head coach of the senior England men's team in 2004? 15. And she said, Shane Ward. Which is not great, is it, really? Well, don't start having a pop at the people. I mean, if you don't, well, she didn't even say Shane Ward. If you're not you interested in sport, Andy, you, don't, you know, it's just not. It's, I'm, I'm sure there's questions you get wrong. I'm very good on the general knowledge. Wow. Not so good on my own specialist subjects, we're about yeah, to so find in out. In this slot every week, we try and give Andy a new specialist <laughs> subject. The, the thing is, he chooses it. He chooses yeah. his specialist subjects. So you'd imagine he'd be quite good at them. I've run out of things I know about. But he's, after he's the first done week. Chelsea, he's done neighbours, and he's done cricket, stunning oh, place. Out. I know. He's Restaurants in... of the world, gourmet food ingredients, and he has been terrible. terrible. So essentially, we keep coming back to cricket, and he's done it this time. You want to do Indian cricket? Indian cricket, the history of Indian cricket. <laughs> history of Indian cricket. It's quite okay. a, a long history, so I'm giving myself a bit of a challenge here. Uh, cricket played in India. I'm not going to labour the description of <laughs> yeah. what the history of Indian the bat cricket and ball is. game. <laughs> Popular bat and ball game, much loved. The Maddens. So. Um, not John Madden, obviously. Your time starts now. Okay. Who is the coach of the Indian national team? It was Ravi Shastri. It was. I don't know who it was, mate. Who is uh, it? Uh, but now it is... 
<laughs> no idea. Uh, it's Raul Dravid. Oh, oh so Raul Dravid. You should have said pass. Uh, which yeah, all-rounder captain India victory of the 1983 Cricket World Cup? Capital Dev. Capital Dev, correct. Uh, which batting all-rounder, also a member of the 83 team, became the coach of the Indian team from 2017-2021? Ravi Shastri. Ravi Shastri. Yeah. Uh, which former Indian captain became the first Test cricketer to score over 10,000 runs? Uh, Azruddin. Sanu Govaska. Oh, which damn. member of the famed Indian spin quartet of the 60s and 70s went on to become an international umpire? Uh, Venkat Venkat well done Andy <laughs> um, yes uh, who is uh, India's all time leading uh, yes who is uh, India's all time leading uh, test wicket taker Ooh. with 619 wickets right. India's record oh, a choice between I think it's Ashwin it's not it's Anil Kumble oh. um, which legendary Indian cricketer is the game's all time leading test run score you'll get that one uh, Tendulkar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, during England's tour of India in 76-77, which spinner accused John Lever of using Vaseline to illegally oh, yes. polish the ball? I remember that. Yeah. Uh, Bish and Betty. Bish and Betty, yeah. Um, uh, which attacking wicketkeeper for I'm the... I'm doing in- quite well, aren't I? You're not doing too bad. I'm not doing too bad, actually, <laughs> too bad. Alan. Uh, which attacking... I should wicket- go on Indian mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the language barrier may be a problem. Well. Which, at- which, yeah, um, do it in Punjabi. I would imagine, or, the, or whatever. Uh, which Italian wicketkeeper for the Indian Test side also which played? Italian wicketkeeper? Uh, which Italian <laughs> which, which attacking wicketkeeper? Uh, for, for the Indian. Come on, give us your Italian wicketkeeper. No, there, there can't be any Italian wicketkeepers. Okay, um, right, I was trying to think of them now. You've put me off Italian wicketkeepers. Um, yes. Alan Canotta. Yeah. Um, to drink. Come on, let me get Italian this out. For, look at the time. <laughs> okay. Um, attacking wicketkeeper wicket for the Indian Test side also played for the Delhi Capitals in the IPL. Ah, oh, uh, Rishad Pant. Rishad Pant, yeah. I was say Farouk Engineer, but it's yeah. unlikely. No, I wouldn't think so. He's doing well to keep playing. Which former Indian captain was involved in a partnership of 318 runs with Raul Dravid? The 99 World Cup started, so I'll finish. The highest in tournament history. So, yeah. I'm going with Azruddin again. It wasn't, it was Surav Ganguly. Oh. So, uh, well done, Mr. Jacobs. Uh, have we had, t- what did he get? Six, I'll tell you what. Six, that's my Six best ever. Six out of ten. One I gave away by accident by shouting, <laughs> old Venkat, before we actually started. <laughs> that, that did help. So I'm giving you five. <laughs> so well done. Thank um, you. Italian wicket keepers, do your worst. I mean, there can't be many out there. Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TSH&J. Uh, yes, we're going to talk. Richard Pantalone. <laughs> Very good. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We've been telling you that we were going to discuss this story, a game of football between war and peace. And of course, you've been weighing in with... Uh, alternative football matches, including Gareth, the Leeds fans, and Cats v Dogs games, obviously must be played in heavy rain, <laughs> of course. Um, now, um, we should give some background to why war plays peace. It's the University of Bradford's Peace Studies Department, King's College War Studies uh, Department. And uh, joining us now to tell us more, and hopefully that it's on this year, um, is uh, Tom Woodhouse, Emeritus Professor in War Studies um, at the University of Bradford. Is that right? I think he's in peace studies. I think that's wrong. Oh, let's find out. Good afternoon, Tom. <laughs> you're, pe- you're peace, aren't you? Or are you war? I am, I, Paul, Paul and Andy, I, I am peace. You yes, are, but I, 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 it's, you sound like peace to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, well, that, well, that's a good start. Yes, yeah. uh, yes. That's, well, that's good. Uh, yes, I was given the wrong information, but as I said, I, I, you are peace. So let, we've established that. So, yes, how did this become a football match? When did it start then, Tom? Um, it started in the mid-1990s. I think the first game was played in 1995. Mm. And it came about um, because as a peace studies department, which was at the time uh, unique, was the only place that studied peace in Bradford, we knew that there was a war studies department in London. And we we had an established football team playing in the inter, interdepartmental league in the university. So the captain of the team, chap called... Andy Richardson at the time said, uh, why don't we play war studies? And it took off from there. War studies um, accepted the invitation to play. And um, it became notorious because we, we hammered them 15-0, which is a pretty good start. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it, which has nothing to do with my management. It's just one of those uh, freak results. But in, in, anyway, it, it continued as a friendly rivalry through to COVID when... Um, COVID stopped it, basically. You know, we, we, we weren't teaching face-to-face. Students are playing football, disappeared. Same thing happened in war studies. So we're trying to kick it off again now um, because it's the 50th anniversary of the formation of our department. And as part of the celebrations, we thought, well, a good way to fly the flag would be to get the, the, the war peace tournament on again. So actually up to now, I've not been able to get war studies to respond to the challenge and I'm taking the chance now through the brilliant offices of Talk Sport to um, formally challenge them to a game up in Bradford sometime around September for our, when we've got our conference. Not very peaceful throwing down the gauntlet. Yeah, that's right. A, that sounds quite an aggressive move. Tom. Yeah. Now, I love the fact that you wear, when you play the games, Peace Studies FC wear the shirts of, uh, of famous yeah, of great, pacifists yes. on the back. So, of course, yeah. John Paul II uh, uh, in goal. <laughs> because there was always this thing, you get in a cab and say, oh, yeah, remember when he was the Pope? You say, oh, yeah, he used to play in goal for Poland. You say, no, he didn't. It was like... <laughs> that became, team, yeah, it, it was like a lo- his local village team, but it be- he was the Polish international. He was like Jan Tomaszewski by the end of it. But then you've got Gandhi, 
but you yeah. play Gandhi at centre half. He's wearing five. I'd have Gandhi sort of wing back, or I mean, well, on I, the I, wing. I, yeah. On the wing, when you mean, you know, I don't know if he's got the height. I don't want to start picking the team apart. ML King. Well, that's good. Well, 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 like Pep, it was. We always had a very fluid formation. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Mandela at nine. The, he, he, Gandhi was our John Stones, you might say. Yeah. <laughs> Play into any position. Just yeah. yeah quite fl- but, but seriously, um, Gandhi actually, um, well, you wouldn't associate him with football, but he did. He organised peace resistors international teams in South Africa hmm. at the very early start of the because it, the thing is, you see, football can mobilise interest, and Gandhi cottoned onto that in South Africa, and he organised yeah. these football teams to get people kind of linked up with pacifist thinking. So he was uh, he was a creative. A creative thinker in that way, and you know Mandela, of course, basically unified South Africa through through rugby. Um, and, you know, and there, there are lots of examples like that. So this is it, the educational value of this: is we can get people hooked through the football, the passion of football. Yeah. It's a universal language, and convert that in a sense into a dialogue about peace. Uh, Jay Lennon, John Lennon, of course, he'll always mm. give peace a chance, only if uh, in any <laughs> That's game. Very That's very true. And the, uh, the Dalai Lama wearing 12. And Andy, you had a bit of a concern over his goal celebration, didn't you? Yeah. So I'd just be moved. I'd back off and get a firm handshake in personally. But, That's bad. And what about, I mean, I'd like to think that the war, that the war, team, that the war team don't have a kind of, uh, on the back of their shirts, a lot of well-known warmongers. That, that wouldn't be great, would it, or do they? No, um, no. They, I don't think they ever got around to putting names on the back of the shirts. They just sort of turned up at the game speaking in a kind of Churchillian rallying cry, you mm. know, to uh, fight them on the beaches and, mm. and that kind of thing. So they, they went into the war stereotype and we went into the peace um, stereotype. And it was good fun, played in good spirit. But, uh, I mean, aside from the joking, and, you know, it was done for, for, for the enjoyment of it, mm. uh, some reason up at Bradford, we've always had students who've been passionate about football, and they've come from all over the world. And that's one reason why we've been able to feel good teams. You know, we've had a Norwegian peacekeeper at centre half who was impossible to get past, and uh, and and their war studies would turn up with people who look more like chunky rugby players. But um, but the, the behind all this is we there is a common kind of pursuit mm. in that, although it doesn't sound like it, war studies and peace studies are trying to do exactly the same thing, which is to understand why wars happen and how to prevent them. Mm. And when they do happen, how to come out of them in some kind of stable, negotiated, uh, peaceful way. So we we, we do a lot of education around the game. And and that's another reason why we're looking forward to war studies coming up to Bradford in September. We've got a big conference there. And we've got one of the main themes is how sport can be used and football in particular can be used to make peace. So we're working with the Barca Foundation. We've got their um, partnerships manager, Yolanda Antin, coming over. We've got Wayne Jacobs, who will be well known to you guys, former Bradford City uh, Mm -hmm. captain player. Uh, Wayne is very much now engaged with the club and with the city, really doing what you call local peacemaking work, community cohesion, um, welcoming refugees through football, and football is very powerful in that way. So, um, so the conference is going to have this platform illustrating the ways in which uh, football is a very powerful force for positive social change, and, and that's one of the big things we're looking forward to. So um, we should talk then in September. It looks like the game's on, albeit well, hopefully 
<clears throat> the the King's Ward mm. the Studies Department are listening today and, uh, yeah, and have we, heard we, this. We, we, we've had a response from mm. them already, and I Good. think it's partly they might have been hearing your trailers and thought, mm. OK, it's time to get our act together. So one of the professors there has, has already been in touch with me and saying, yes, we, we, we'll be there. That's good. We'll, we'll, good. we'll show up. So, look, we'll speak to you after the game. We'll speak to you uh, post-match and uh, we can get a match report from you, Tom, in, in September. So, But for Thank now, lo- yeah, lovely to talk to you and uh, we hope the, day, the game goes well and, uh, and war don't have too bad a disciplinary record. There were too many uh, <laughs> yellow cards in that one. And, uh, yeah, good to talk to you. Thanks very much. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Professor Bye. Tom Woodhouse there, Emeritus Professor in, in uh, Peace Studies at the University of... Bradford. Nice story. Yeah, it's a nice story, mm. isn't it? Fantastic. It's uh, Paul Hawksman, Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sport. And um, Richarlison's in the news today. I don't know if you saw that. I did see that. <clears throat> Richarlison. That's what you want to hear about your own players, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, no, look, Richarlison's got a couple of dogs that he very much loves. And he's got great taste in dogs because one of them is a chocolate lab. I know, yeah. My dog of choice as well. And, um, yeah, he's... Uh, but the dogs, the dogs have been... Have been she, I bet Molly doesn't howl, does she? No, she's not. There's probably more the husky. They've got a husky as well. Yeah. But look, some of the neighbours have been kicking off, apparently, in the reports today that the The, the neighbour said, he recently had a massive party with a live band that made our house vibrate. That's not the and dogs, it, though, is it? No, it went on till 4am. That's got nothing to do with the dogs. Don't, don't blame the dogs for a massive party. I'm not blaming party. the dogs for the massive party. They yeah, were probably in the back room playing pool I've or cards. I've been disappointed with him because I thought, you know, first of all, I wanted him to come to Chelsea. Second, mm. he was one of my favourite non-Chelsea players when he was at Everton he just doesn't mean he won't do it for Tottenham but he hasn't really look at his season he's he's been injured quite a lot of it then he went off to the World Cup then he got injured again then he came back and he got injured he's not really got going no he hasn't really stayed fit I've got high hopes for him he's a good player he needs games and I think under new management he'll probably get more but the thing that I noticed from it all was one of the neighbours said the dogs had been known to escape and there was a case where one of the dogs did get away and he put out a message and they got the dog back Mm -hmm. thankfully in um, in the first couple of hours but said neighbours claimed his dogs escaped on a daily basis and were even seen running mm. down an A road to a nearby supermarket blimey they do the shopping for him <laughs> he's got you well know what tra- these footballers are like he's got well trained isn't he <laughs> yeah we brought in a trainer he just goes he does click and collect for he's us he's got his own Instagram page oh Twitter page what the dog has no Instagram page Asarola has his own Instagram page one of the dogs does yeah. which one the husky so yeah, I suppose he, so, he's yeah. gone with a showbiz dog Sleep people. I would have given it to the other one. Anyway, good old Richarlison there. Just lock the gate. That that would seem to be the uh, the advice. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. It's time for Paddy's Challenge Ad Quiz for charity in association with our friends and official betting partner, Paddy Parr. In uh, Paddy's Challenge, we put our sporting knowledge to the test with a chance of raising lots of cash for our nominated charities. I'm playing for the Sporting Memories Network and raising funds for the Willow Foundation. Helping to manage proceedings and ensure fair play is our guest referee, uh, Mr. John Cadogan. Good mm. afternoon, John. Yeah, good afternoon. It's not our, Fletch. Our producer, back on the tools. Yeah. For two days running, been making the tea. Making for the tea, us. presenting the, the quiz. I've got back it. I've got meant it. I'm into it. I might retrain as a barista. I think I've been enjoying making tea. Tea barista. Yeah. Tea, Mr. Tea barista. Okay. <laughs> uh, see, this is Paddy's challenge. So uh, if you've not heard it before, you're each going to be asked, well, you've heard it before, but if yeah. anyone listening hasn't heard it before, you're each going to be asked three multiple choice questions, usually posed by the voice of Paddy Power, Alistair McGann. He's unavailable this week. 
Because what everybody's on about, like, oh, I mean, yeah. goodness knows no, what's going on. Uh, so I'm going to be asking the questions. Uh, the winner is the player <laughs> that scores the most points. In the event of a tie, you're both going to win the chance to raise some cash for your charities. Last mm-hmm. time we played, the honours were shared yeah. between Addy and Charlie uh, last week. Addy backed uh, Newcastle to beat West Ham uh, in the Premier League last yeah, Wednesday, right. which they did 5-1. Charlie put his bet on there being over three and a half goals in the match between Manchester United and Brentford. Uh, but while United won, only Marcus Rashford scored. So Addy uh, did uh, pick up a bit of money. He was playing for your charity, oh, Paul, the Sporting Memories Network. So that's yeah, £22 right. pounds into the pot. God, that was a mouthful. So let's see. Are, are you going to do that <laughs> thing that can... Alistair McGowan does when we get the questions wrong? Oof. I think that's still there. They're pre-recorded. That's, still there. that's pre-recorded. pre-recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you need to see if we can raise some more cash. We need to decide who goes first. Uh, I have actually got a coin this week. Oh, that's good. It's did a you, euro. By the way, Andy, did you think Alistair McGowan sat in that studio I every, every week, week and went on a going, line? Yeah. Oof. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That one. It's um, called a, yeah. Anyway, I knew that. It's a euro, though, so I don't know how that would go down on the If you've got a coin, why don't you do what hands it in? <laughs> what hands, what my, hands coin my coin in? Let's what do hands that. my euro in? Yeah, what hands the euro? Twenty. Here we go, Andy. You can choose what hands the euro in. Left hand. John's left it hand. It is in my left hand. Oh, there you go. go. First or second? Okay. Then. Can I have a look at the questions before I decide? No. no. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. Right, here we go. <laughs> and oh, this just... is your question number one. Chelsea's troubles uh, scoring continued last mm, Saturday with a one-nil loss to Wolves. Thanks. How many goals has the Blues uh, scored in thirty games this season? Twenty-nine. <laughs> 35 or 40. So how many goals have they scored? It's tragic. 29. Good one. Yeah, Paul has scored more than Chelsea. Thank you, Alistair. Why not pop in the studio and do them? <laughs> Come and see in here. We'll have a chat with you. Sat through there to saying good one. It's pre-recorded. Isn't the whole team scoring less than Erling Haaland <laughs> yeah. in the league? It's pathetic. <laughs> Try being 21st in the National League. Yes. Then, he got, then he got issues. You're staying up, John. We Could are be. staying up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, 1-0, Andy, an early lead. So, Paul, uh, see if you can get this one. Your mm. question number one. Manchester City boss Pep Guardiola says his team will need to be perfect if they are to advance to the Champions League semi-finals. Which US sports icon did he say? Uh, when saying even the greats only mm. get so many chances to win, win big titles. Yeah. Was it A, Tom Brady, B, Muhammad Ali, or C, Michael Jordan? It was Jordan, yes. I saw the quote. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. There yeah, you go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Michael Jordan. So, Andy, your question number two. Yes. Uh, Forbes mm. have recently released their global billionaires list, and in the sports category, the owner of which American football team came top of the list? Yeah. Now, is it A, the Dallas Cowboys, B, the New England Patriots, or C, the San Francisco 49ers well I don't know who owns the San Francisco 49ers I do know the other two I'll go with um, oh I don't know it's a guess I'll go with the San Francisco 49ers Oof. Oh, it the Cowboys? It wasn't. It was the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah, Jerry yeah. Jones. Jerry Jones. Is yeah. He's one hundred and twenty-fourth on the list uh, with a reported wealth of thirteen point three billion dollars. Mm. Mm. Oh dear! Okay. Okay. He didn't buy Chelsea. There we go. Paul, your question number two. Yep. Uh, all I'm going to say is good luck. Thank you. <laughs> Swedish side Hammarby IF yeah. uh, suffered a bizarre goalkeeper gaff at the weekend in their game versus Hacken. What hacking, what absolutely happened? Hacking absolutely up. hacking up. Uh, what <laughs> happened was that a the keeper thought the half-time whistle had gone and went to leave the pitch, allowing Hacken to score. Uh, was it b the keeper got caught up in the net and allowed Hacken to score, or c the keeper lost track of a back pass, thought the penalty spot was the ball and allowed Hacken to score? I'll go number one. Stop saying Hacken. Stop saying Hacken. Or d. Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! It was a complete. It was c. I mean. C. Well, he thought the penalty spot he was the, the ball. He thought the penalty spot was the ball and allowed Hacken to score. 
Really? There you go. What about that? Yeah. Uh, so it's one all going into mm. the final uh, round of questions. Andy, your question number three. Uh, Man City's Kevin De Bruyne set a new Premier League record last weekend, uh, reaching 100 assists in the quickest time. How many matches did it take him? Is it A, 299 games, B, 237 games, or C, mm. 207? I'll go in the middle, 237. Good one. Ooh, yes, Andy, the middle guess. one, Jacobs. Strikes yeah. <laughs> again. 237 games here for Kevin De Bruyne. So, Paul, you need this to uh, tie uh, Paddy's challenge or okay. Andy takes the win. Uh, three times Masters champion Phil Mickelson broke records at Augusta last weekend, carding the lowest ever round by a player over 50. What was his score? Oh. A, 75, B, 65 or C, 60? I think we should get this. That's easy. 75. Oof. No, it's oh, final sorry. round 65. Oh, the lowest oh, ever score. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I slightly switched off. <laughs> I, I know you don't generally listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> not a huge surprise. No, normally, We've seen I think some Bob, of the break times. Bob Bupka scored that in the one when the, on Monday <laughs> when they played the press. Well, what made me say that? I do apologise. Anyway, Andy, it it's allows two. you to win some money uh, for the Andy charity. Andy has won. Uh, Paddy yeah. Shannon. Okay. Yes, congratulations, Andy. You're today's uh, winner. You get a, te- a free £10 bet that Paddy Power are going to place for you, so you just need to decide what on. I think that... Napoli and Milan will be a draw. I think that's a pretty good guess, yeah. Mm. We'll find out tonight. Thank <laughs> we will. That's Paddy's challenge. That good. was Paddy's challenge. Thank you ever so much, John. Thank you very much. You're sitting in for Fletch today. That's another Paddy's challenge done. Thanks to our friends at Paddy Power 18 Plus. BeGambleAware.org. Paddy's challenge on TalkSport with Paddy Power. 18 Plus. BeGambleAware.org. Um, we mentioned earlier on, we played Mastermind, didn't we? Yes, and we did. Your yeah. special subject was. Um, Indian cricket yes and uh, James in Somerset was playing along he said I was answering along with Andy's questions but I did get Ravi Shastri mixed up with Labby Sifri (laughs) (laughs) and an image of Labby motivating the Indian cricket team with a version of something inside so strong (laughs) that's right at the Potter's Leisure Centre and um, you thought at one point I'd said Italian wicketkeeper which has uh, allowed mm. Jamie the West End. No, you did say Italian. Did I actually say Italian? Ita- okay. Which Italian attacking? Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, so we've got MS Donadoni from uh, Jamie. <laughs> You're looking at Italian, Italian wicket keepers. That is very good. Um, what other ones have we got? Um, I had Rod Marciano. That's pretty good. Uh, Alan Buonanotte, says Ray in Edinburgh. Well done, Ray. That's, That's very good. good. And somebody pushing their luck was uh, Steve in East Yorkshire, who went with Bruce French Italian Border. <laughs> I'm, not ridiculous. Sure. I'm not sure that, that no, completely works. Not really, no. So, uh, yeah, there we are. Thank you very much for all of those. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Here we are. That was this afternoon's show. I'll be back with Charlie tomorrow, though Andy will have a cameo because it's the birthday spread. That's right. Slightly um, earlier than usual, 3.15 start. We break for live racing. Yeah. Because we've got live racing tomorrow with Rupert Bell and Lizzie Kelly from Aintree. It's the Grand National Meeting. And then we'll come back in for a thrilling second Sounds good. So that sounds good. So do hope you can join us from one, if not, the podcast will be available at four. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.